Hey, what is going on, everyone? This is scriptwriter Steve, and I don't want to know what's cooking. Well, nothing's cooking here in my brain right now, and I really don't think nothing's cooking in Joe Biden's brain. Why don't we get that off the table? Yeah, today is January 20th. It is currently at 2.50 a.m. in the morning. Not another one of those late-night podcasts like how they always are. And, um, you know, I'm. are you going to watch the um, inauguration of Joe Biden today? Uh, I think I will skip it like how President Trump has and it's not as though um, you know I'm holding anything against Joe Biden. I do think he is an illegitimate president, um, he, but he will be our president. Um, I'm, I'm, I hope he does well. I hope he makes the right decisions. It doesn't look like that, but you, you know, I'm just not in, not really excited about it. I you know it's when a Barack Obama you got got nominated. I didn't really watch it either. I maybe yeah maybe watched a little maybe after that was such a long time ago. When Trump got elected, of course, I watched it. I was just really, really just overjoyed. And, um, but I don't think, uh, I'm not really close to even overjoyed right now. I'm not even close to even satisfactory overjoyed. Uh, I just think it, this is, it's all kabuki theater. And when I say kabuki theater, I think it's just all theatrics. Um, someone's going to just tell me, hey, Steve, you're being racist for saying kabuki. I'm Asian. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Anyway, let's, why don't we cut the commercial real quick. Let's get that out of the way so I can just keep talking. All right, so I'm going to cut the commercial. I'll be right back, guys. Okay, so I am back. Hope you're back. And uh, yeah, first of all, before I start, I just want to thank everyone for just listening to me. And uh, if you haven't, haven't already, just um, subscribe to me on any podcast platform out there. Just search for Barbecue 2 Movies. And yes, I do talk about barbecue, I do talk about movies, but how can you not talk about what's going on today, right? Because, you know, our, it really seems as though if you are, you are a conservative, you are just mislabeled, targeted, um, and treated with every sing, single prejudice out there. It's really interesting because here, here we are, we're living in this country that is supposed to be so much more tolerant, so much more open and open-minded, free spirit. We're supposed to be out there and we're out there being forced to accept that transgender women are actually real women. We're, we're being force-fed that, right? That transgender, there's no difference between a transgender woman and a regular woman. If you think anything opposite of that, you're, you're, um, you you hold some type of pre prejudice. I'm not sure what they call it, like transgenderism or trans I, I, transgendite. I have no idea what you would call it, uh, but you you hold some type of animosity toward them, which is not true. You know, you just think one way and think you don't just don't don't think it's that way. Um, but it's so weird that if you're a Trump supporter, I'm seeing generals like uh, I was watching Tucker today, and there was a general forgot his name but he was comparing um you know us to ice um to al-qaeda and he fought in the war over there in al-qaeda and he said that well what he saw on the ground in there is very similar to al-qaeda really and i thought al-qaeda when they um when they have insurgencies they have guns i mean what happened at the capitol you know that was just stupid you know um that's almost embarrassingly stupid but again I can understand why they stormed it. 
And I, I, I can understand that maybe Antifa may have sparked something where Antifa was there at a, in a small sense, and they were kind of just egging people on. And there were, there, were peop- there were people there who were just, you know, wanted to have, they were up to no good. And there are people who are there on the fringe right that do think that this is their last stand. And if you really dig deep into it, you know, you really can't argue with them. You really cannot argue with them that, that this is maybe our last stand to have, you know, all of the freedoms we enjoy, right? I mean, it's really true because we're seeing them take, being taken away slowly every single day. They're not just going after Trump. They're going after you. They're going after me. Um, I think AOC had said that, you know, she wanted to, to create a re-education camps. That's pretty scary. Because what you think is wrong, you know, what you think, you know, you shouldn't be thinking. I just don't understand that. (laughs) When did the insane become the mentally insane, right? And we say that, we don't even have to use an analogy because they're really mentally insane. When did they become, you know, the, the sane or the standard? So in order for us to be accepted in society, we have to dumb ourselves down. We have to turn our, all of our morals upside down, right? And we can't think for ourselves. We have to just be loyal to the... De- we have to be loyal, pledge our allegiance to the Democrat Party, and you'll be okay. I don't like that at all. I mean, there should always be some room for some type of, some type of civil discourse or some type of... At least a conversation. And it's just so... You know, right now, I mean, I see it on Facebook where just people, like very smart people, and some of them are my friends, my Facebook friends, and they're out there, of course, they voted for Biden, but they're out there saying things like, you know, um, you know, the, all the Trump supporters are white supremacists. Now, they know for a fact that I'm a Trump supporter. I'm Asian. I'm Chinese. Chinese American. I don't like to say that. I'm just American. But then I'm not no white supremacist. And then they'll call and call me a racist. I'm not no racist. I have nothing against any other other race. I don't judge people based on race. I don't judge based people on anything. I judge I judge people based on their actions, right? What happened there on January sixth? You know, I condemn. What happened there with Antifa and BLM and those and the summer riots? I condemn. Which one do I think is worse? I think the BLM Antifa riots were actually way worse than what happened at the Capitol. And you know, here's the funny thing. You know, the Capitol has about 24,000, 25,000 troops right now. And um, I'm not sure what they're doing there. But, but let's, let's just imagine this. Let's just say that MAGA supporters, Trump supporters, did show up on the steps over there. And they did storm that, the Capitol or storm the area, storm, broke, down the, broke down those um, barriers they had. Just imagine if they were like, if they were like Antifa or Black Lives Matter, why don't, we, why don't we just say that? Why don't we just say that what happens if the Trump supporters actually did something like Black Lives Matter and Antifa, throw bricks at them, throw Molotov cocktails, set their trucks on fire? What would happen? What would these troops do? Would they fire into a crowd blindly and kill thousands and thousands of Americans? Right? And then say that was justified because those are domestic terrorists. Do you know that they are labeling us as domestic terrorists right now? That's what they're labeling us. We're, and I think one person, who was it? 
there was another guy who, who labeled us as, compared us, you know, to ISIS. Now, there's, there's no doubt that certain personality types, you know, again, we talk about personality types, they are more likely to go to, you know, things like ISIS or, or you, know, you know, join up in fringe groups and everything. But just because you're of that personality type, it doesn't mean you're going to join ISIS. It, you could as much join a church or the military. You know, if you're a type six loyalist, right, which we like to call on the Enneagram, you know, you, you fear yourself, so you're always looking out for a rescuer. So that rescuer could be anyone from a pastor, a football team. It could be the military. It could be a gang. It could be, you know, it, it could be uh, ISIS. It could be Al-Qaeda. But they weren't speaking to it in that form. They weren't going that deep like how I'm going in there. They were just flat out saying, oh, you know, you know Trump supporters look like ISIS people and they look like Al-Qaeda people. You know, that's, that's weird. That's really weird. I'm not sure they can think that way. <laughs> but anyway, did, you, did anybody watch um, President Trump's uh, farewell video? I didn't get through it all. Like, I was busy um, doing some other things today. I watched about 10, minute, 10 minutes of it. But it was great. Um, in the last part of it, or like the, I think, was it the last part? Or one part, he says, this is only just the beginning. And uh, I, I really like that part. Because it gave me hope that, you know, it, the, the movement wasn't over. And again, we're not following Trump. I think, see, this is where the, the media, because they, they all hold, the media, the media are just a bunch of dumb loyalists who can't think for themselves. They have pledged their allegiance to the Democrat Party, and that's why they go out there and echo the same damn thing. Every, from the, when the barking orders or the memo is actually forwarded throughout the entire circle, they just say the same thing. Doesn't matter if you're Jim Comey or Nancy Pelosi or the person or the Facebook keyboard warrior, you're all saying the same damn thing. And it's funny because they always accuse Trump supporters of saying the same damn thing when we don't. You know, Trump supporters don't have an allegiance to anyone. They don't even they don't even have an allegiance to Trump. Trump is pro-vaccine. He wants you to take the vaccine, but there's a big portion of Republicans who are pro-Trump who say, I don't they're not gonna take the vaccine. You know, they have no allegiance to Trump. There are people who are saying that because Trump is not you know, using the military and not de- declaring military martial law, that, there are, that they think that he's part of the deep state too now. So you know, again, this is like the, the Republican Party, the, the conservatives are not united like the Democrats. But, you know, I watched that video and uh, it was just very good. You know, to see him say that the movement was uh, only just beginning. And I hope that's true because we still have a lot more to fight. Now, this may be a battle that which we may have lost, and I don't think we lost legitimately, right? The rules, <laughs> here's the funny thing. I'll give you the playbook, right, of, of how to win an election with melon ballots. All you have to do is stop counting in a Democratic stronghold. And then when all the other votes are in, now you start looking for how many votes you need, and then you, de- and you, actually, you, you actually deliver those votes that you need, eventually, it, and it may not be that night, it may be eventually over time, and then that's how you flip a state. That's what they did in every single swing state. They stopped counting, found the votes, and by the way, you have to count mail-in ballots after all other ballots. 
so you can that's where you can get all your ballot stuffing done. That's how you do it. They did it with um, Trump's election. They did it with uh, the, um, the the Georgia election. We saw the graphs go up, and it's funny. I, I saw when I was um, I put this uh, month I put this. Um, montage together on my Facebook cover of just all pictures of Joe Biden smelling kids. <laughs> that, was, that was my way of saying congratulations. Oh, oh funny story. So um, I, I, was, I, I Googled um, Joe Biden sniffing. And what pops up is this picture of like, <laughs> this picture of uh, Kamala Harris getting sniffed by Joe Biden. And right across it, it says false. The fact checker said, this is ultimately false. This was taken from a picture where he's smelling a kid. <laughs> then, they, then they show the picture when he's smelling the kid. They say, here's multiple angles to, make, to show you that he was actually smelling a kid. He wasn't, he wasn't smelling Kamala Harris. <laughs> they don't, is that better? That's not, that's worse. <laughs> it's like, I, I mean... <laughs> it's okay. Joe was just smelling a kid. He wasn't smelling Kamala Harris. <laughs> and, and oh, but by the way, on that fact check, they had other pictures of him smelling kids. It's like, see, here's a picture of him smelling another kid, another kid, another kid, but he wasn't smelling Kamala Harris. That doesn't make me more comfortable. That makes me feel worse. <laughs> I mean, I, I would say, hey, smell, smell Kamala Harris all you want, right? So that's a, uh, what can I say? We are living in a world that's upside down right now. Doesn't it seem like that? So I think, uh, I'm not sure how many, many of you listen to my podcast on a religious basis. I don't think many of you do. I take a look at my numbers. Um, I see I, get, I have a lot of listeners, but do I have a lot of regular listeners? I don't know. Not as much as I have a lot of listeners. You know, like that. It's a little, um, I guess I have a lot of unique listeners. And I think maybe people check out after three or four podcasts. But anyway, um, what it is is that I think, I think when uh, Joe Biden had first won or quote unquote won the election, uh, they had already planned that they weren't going to have a regular inauguration. And one thing that was leaked out in a memo, it was, they were saying that they really don't expect a lot of people to show up at the inauguration. So they were saying, well, we have to figure out an excuse to actually uh, make. So Joe Biden isn't embarrassed because if you have 80 million people who voted for you, where the hell are they? So they said they would use COVID. Immediately, the thing said that they would use actually COVID as a, as, a, as a disguise to say why people are not going to show up. So they were going to tell people, don't show up because of COVID. We don't want to spread COVID. We want to social distance, so don't come. You know, Washington, D.C. will be closed down. And they were going to do that for like for a while. Then these riots happen. Oh, not riots, but then this, uh, yeah, okay, why don't we call it riots? On January 6th, they happened. The, the Capitol was breached. And now they, they turned D.C. into like this war zone. I mean, there's more troops there than, there's more troops there than we usually have in the Middle East right now. And uh, and it's, it's like they're all armed and it's crazy, it's, it's really crazy. What are you going to do with that many troops over there? It's like they're expecting a war, which is not going to happen. Again, all kabuki theater, all to make it as though Joe Biden out is over here fighting white supremacy. Oh, boy. And you know, here's the funny thing. I remember when Trump won, 
everybody was just so ecstatic. And there was so much happiness and patriotism. I felt the country was back on board. You know, the, the country didn't, didn't need healing. We were going to be healed. So um, there was so much energy in the air here in Hawaii, everywhere where I went, with all, and all my friends and everything like that. And then um, I look at Joe, Joe Biden's area. And even in the, in the Republican Party, there was a lot of energy. But then I look at Joe Biden's um, party right now, and they won, and there's no celebration going on. These are people who are not really excited to like say, wow, where's all their patriotism? In fact, all they can think about is you know, taking a fire hose to all of Trump's policies, wiping those all out just because Trump put them in, and then on top of that, trying to impeach Trump again. I mean, that's on their agenda right now. Let's impeach Trump. Impeach him, impeach him, impeach him. Impeach him while he's out of office. And I even heard a female congresswoman, I forgot which one it, she said, she said this should become the new norm, impeaching um, um, candidates, uh, Republican candidates that they don't approve of while they're out of office so they can't run. So what does this mean? So what, so what does this mean if they can't run in 2020, uh, if, they, if Trump gets impeached? Well, supposedly it, it means that he can't run in 2024. They're trying to fix the election. They're trying to cheat. It's another way of cheating. Doesn't that piss you off? I mean, it really, it, I mean, here's, what, here's what really makes me a little upset here. Ever since Trump got elected, and, and okay, not even that. Ever since Trump, when he first came down the escalator, at first it was the Republicans who didn't want him in office. They tried to rig the RNC, if you remember correctly. Remember John Kasich? Remember even Ted Cruz? They wanted to, to go to a contested election. And only at the last end did Ted Cruz actually, you know, you know, bow out. But John Kasich, he kept in there to the very end because that guy's just part of the swamp. Um, when they were in, they used everything, including the FBI, and um, every single way to get him out of office, to get Trump out of office, every single which way. They, they even tried to use a porn star. All, they tried to use rape allegations. They tried to use everything from, from uh, how he handled COVID. Every single statement, even when he made that statement where, you know, can you inject, you know, this type of medicine into you and, and could it, clear, could it um, cure you? That even that statement, whether, whether or not it was comical or not, they tried to impeach him on that or tried to use that as a reason to impeach. Stupid. And then finally, they got the Ukraine call, which was like a, it wasn't a bad, it wasn't a bad call at all. And then they kept moving the, moving the goalposts. It went from quid pro quo to something else. And then nobody there, not one witness, which they called, witnessed anything. Versus, you know, again, when it comes to voter fraud, you actually have witnesses who witness voter fraud or were a, a victim of voter fraud, but they couldn't be heard in court. I just want to know, why, why is it that here in America, and, and this, is a, this is a cliche, but we know, it's tr- we know it to be true, that here in America, you could be sued for anything. You, you literally can be sued for anything. You can sue a person for just, you know, wearing the wrong thing at the wrong time. And you can take them to court. Why can't Trump, even if his case was fraudulent, 
take this to court. It doesn't make any sense. But here's where we are right now. And we have evidence. We have all this evidence right now that didn't get the opportunity to be cross-examined. So what's going to happen? Because they never got cross-examined. Well, on one side, they're going to say all of that evidence there is a bunch of baloney. And then on the other side, they're going to say, well, all, all this evidence is all 100% true. If we had court, we could say this witness lied, this witness is compromised, that forensic evidence is compromised, that forensic evidence is true, or none of it, none of it is true, or all of it is true. It could have been hashed out. It could have been debated. But that debate never happens. It never, debate never happens on the side of the Democrats. Never. It's always their way or the highway. All right? It's always their way or the highway. And you, the only thing they want from you, and they always say, we're talking about, oh, let's show unity. They're, when they say unity, they mean submission. They don't mean compromise. They don't say, hey, let's meet in the middle. Let, let's compromise on a bill. Let's compromise on our viewpoint so we have a win-win situation. No. It's all about you submitting to their will and them getting your way, their way. And that is how we show unity with them. It's always like that. It's always been that way with the left. You know, because it's not about what's right. It's not about what's right for the country. It's actually what's what the party believes in. It's all about loyalty. Remember, they are mostly all loyalists. For the, for the most part, they are all loyalists. They, the, the orders come down from the top. And they're not even following orders. They just can't think for themselves. So they follow. Remember, they fear themselves the most. So they're looking for a rescuer. They're looking for a rescuer to tell them what to think. Because they can't think on their own. They're always saying, well, trust Fauci. Trust this person. Trust that. And, and for us, the, the Republicans say, why can't you trust your own opinion? Well, here's the, here's the wake-up call. They've never trusted their own opinion. They've only trusted what other people have told them to do, whether it's a professor, whether it's Dr. Fauci, whether it's this so-and-so professional. And again, you have these, um, you know, loyalists on both sides, right? And that's what the problem, these loyalists, when they can't think for themselves and they start following a kook, you start getting really crazy things. Like even on the right, you have people who think that Baron Trump, like time travels, and they think that's true. Baron Trump is a time traveler here here to help Donald Trump. Really? You're that crazy? You know? And that's those, that little fringe group. They're using that and trying to apply it to most of, the, most of the Republican Party. And again, most of the Republican Party are usually type one reformer. Type one reformers, they're not type six loyalists. Because, and that's why they're so split. The reformers have their, each of, the, each of them have their own idea of reforming. You have Rand Paul, Right? Is very much different than Ted Cruz, <laughs> right? You have you have Alex Jones, very much different than Michael Savage. Very much different. You have Tucker Carlson, and you have Greg Kelly, all different forms. But then on the but on the Democrat side, it doesn't matter if you're you have Don Lemon, or the girls on the View, or Jim Comey or Nancy Pelosi. They all sound the same. Because they're all saying the same things. And they're all following 
the same person. And it's not as though they're following orders. They, they actually think they're, I, most of them think they're actually thinking independently, but they're not. They're absolutely not thinking independently. Hmm. So where do we go from here, people? I still don't know. I really, really don't know. I wish I had an answer for you. I really do. Uh, as far as my business goes, I'm still chugging along. Um, business is kind of picking up, but um, we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't need my business to do extremely well. I am looking forward, though, I have to be honest, I am looking forward to um, the in- increase in the pandemic response and I have, uh, pandemic payments out there because I do need those to actually survive. Um, I was in the breadline, by the way. You know, when, when we actually had to get food out there in the emergency breadline, that's how bad it got for me. Because, you know, food was expensive here in Hawaii. And that really helped. It really did. But I never thought I would ever be in a breadline in my entire life. Because my I owned a very successful business. And I still, well, not anymore. You know, it's like, I, I, I tell you one thing. I did, you know, I did about 15 to 20 weddings per month before. I've done two weddings this month. Just two. But even then, it's okay. You know, it's better than nothing. Um, I think I may have booked maybe about two. Usually we book 10 and do 15 weddings. So things are much different. Um, So all these little pandemic checks, they really, really help. They help pay all the bills, keep the lights on. But I don't want to keep it that way (laughs) because making, you know, an extra $600, I would rather be making an extra 10, 20 grand a week, right? I mean, it, it's a it's a big drop. Anyway, that is it, people. I am run. I am running out of um, things to complain about right now. Well, actually, no. I have a lot of things to complain about. I'm just. Uh, I don't want to say things I shouldn't say. In other words. All right. So I will uh, talk to you soon. If you. Uh, Watch that um, inauguration. Tell me how it goes, but I I have a feeling you'll skip it like me. All right, guys. Bye.